Welcome to podcast 132 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, we'll have maybe one safe update. We'll also have a chat about our perfect day with FM, and there will, of course, be a quiz. But before we do all of that, let's see who I'm joined by, Curti. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. Um, Dave and Dupe had their little love in last week. It's now mine and your turn. It seems like this is planned. I know. It's just, Next week it'll be Herb and Joe. So, you know, couples, couples therapy, isn't it? Something like that. And then you'll, you'll get to pick who your favourites are, and then everyone gets votes off, voted off in this uh, reality TV style eviction, I guess. I'm looking forward to the quiz because there's a bit of a twist to it today. Yeah, we don't know how that's going to go. Well, I mean, <laughs> at least there, you know, at least at least there is a quiz. Dave and Duke didn't didn't do one last week, so you know, it's like. It's like me pre-planned, just in case the the same eventuality occurred. I know. Uh, the, the, those that are conspicuous with their absence are, are, are either ill uh, or getting coronavirus, have coronavirus, or Dave's getting his own certain type of coronavirus, which is generally related to the beers in Barcelona he's inevitably having due to Wolves' duty. Um, but yes, they, they're not here this week. Um, but we are... So, Curti, have you a save update for us? I've got, I've got plenty of save updates, actually. Um, so I um, have played a bit of FM20. I've also played a bit of FM18. Um, and I have to say, I'm still enjoying FM18 a little bit more than I am enjoying FM20. Um, I started a save with Genoa. This seat, oh, uh, yes. after the, the data update, started a save with Genoa. Um, they've actually got quite a good little little squad, some some good young players. They've got some players in on loan who are joining permanently, such as Pinamonte, who I've got a bit of a history with, and Viking Dan has got quite the history with as well. Um, there's a fantastic Twitch clip of him missing an open goal. Neither of you have had great history with him, no. if I remember rightly. And I'll be honest, he's not started great for me this time around either. Um, but I've got Favali, who um, someone laughed at me for starting Favali. Um, but again, like in terms of attributes, he looks like a decent little player. Um, so it, they've not got a bad squad. It's a little bit unbalanced, but the the sort of foundations are there. So um, I decided from the off- outset that I wanted to play kind of deep line, only pressing our own half direct counter-attacking football and in pre-season it it went really well and I mean you know pre-season generally goes well doesn't it if your pre-season isn't going well something's going wrong Um, but I was quietly optimistic um, going into the start of the season Uh, and then in the first game I think it was at home against Fiorentina we went 1-0 up uh, and then had a man sent off in the first half uh, ended up losing 2-1, um, conceding goals in the 84th and 92nd minute, I believe. Um, and that has kind of set us on a little <laughs> run of defeat. So basically, I've played five games of the season and I've lost all five. Um, it's gone well for you. Yeah, it's gone really well. <laughs> so uh, me and us and Bologna are sitting rock bottom of the league. Um we're due a mid-table finish and I genuinely think uh, I genuinely think like that's achievable 
But obviously, when you lose five games on the spin, morale is through the floor. Um, I've also picked up quite a lot of quite a few injuries, um, which is frustrating because it's not like I'm not I'm not sort of imposing the most intensive schedules on these guys, um, but they're all kind of wet blankets. So lazy oiks. What the again though? The thing is, uh, like part of part of. Um, the, the the idea behind the save was to like instill a real sort of club DNA. Um, the the three attributes that I wanted to focus on whenever I was looking at players were um, work rate, teamwork, determination. And do you know what? In we've got that in abundance in within the squad. There's uh, only really um, probably a handful of players who you know aren't above you know kind of twelve or above in almost all three of those attributes so i was you know everything's kind of there the rest all the ingredients are there but i'm serving up a pile of shit basically so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if we can kind of get out the rut um but it's it's really not started to be fair apart from i mean that fiorentina game we probably should have won we're a bit unlucky with the, the man being sent off but we've had to play some some Pretty big size. So we played Inter. We've played you, you or Zebra. Um, we've played Lazio. <laughs> uh, the one game that we maybe again should have got something out of was uh, was Torino at home. Um, but <laughs> that was another frustrating one because I think we conceded late there and lost one nil at home. So it's been a, it's been a it's been a tricky start. But at least you know we've got some of the the, the tough games out of the way. Hopefully we can pick up a win out of somewhere and turn around this, this morale issue. Um, but it's been, uh, it's, it's been fun. Like I, I enjoyed kind of setting up all the backroom stuff. Like I was quite meticulous about it all. So to, to, to go into it and with five defeats on the spin is, it's pretty frustrating. Is the big difference, do you think, uh, being in a different country? Because I know you did say from the outset with FM20, you're going to make a like a conscious effort to not do anything in England, like outside of what you did with Aldershot. Um, no, not really, I don't think. I mean, e- every other team I've played are playing three at the back. Um, That's Italy for you then. Well, <laughs> I know, but I mean, three at the back is, is quite powerful this year, isn't it? So I feel like I'm... You know, if it was FM18, I feel like I've just played five teams who are all playing three narrow strikers. Um, so maybe I need Stoke. to f- maybe I need to fight. That. Yeah, maybe I need to fight fire with fire a little bit. I mean, I do have like a bit of an abundance of central defenders, but because I've played three at the back uh, with Aldershot, um, I just wanted to switch it up, and I wanted to play that kind of four-four-two direct down the wings. Defend narrow, counter, you know, kind of Brexit football, basically. Um, and, yeah, like coming up against the, the, the all these three at the back formations, we're really struggling, especially with two up top, I think. Like three at the back, when, it's, when it works properly, it's really good when you're playing a team who are playing two up top because you've always got that spare guy. I think you can cause problems... Uh, if they you know if they've got three defenders versus one striker because you can you generally can overload elsewhere on the pitch um but yeah maybe i need to rethink with so many teams playing three at the back maybe the 442 is uh, is going to struggle 
Yeah, I would say. I mean, I always like to go back to what uh, Johan Cruyff would say about he would always, you always have one man more at the back and try to like go for the same up front, whether that's from like sort of uh, wide players cutting in and assisting a striker or whether it is just having bodies there. Um, and it's it's something I always try to sort of bear in mind, but I don't know if I always actually carry it out particularly well. Yeah, well, I mean, that, I think, sort of Rafa Benitez, when he was, I mean, when the four-two-three-one was not not revolutionary, but it was sort of coming into prominence in England, Rafa Benitez was a big exponent of that. And uh, a lot of that was down to um, the overloads it would create for him against um, other areas of the pitch where a lot of teams were still playing 4-4-2 or, or whatever. Um, so maybe I'm setting myself up to fail from the off. Um, that, you know... That well, it's been done before, Mr. Mr. Arrigo Sacchi. Maybe well, it's the second well, coming. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I fancy he's probably a better manager than me. Um, there is a there is a, a high chance that's the case. Well, high chance, <laughs> chance. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but so I've I've done a bit of that, and I've also played a bit of FM eighteen because I'm still enjoying going back to my forest safe, um, which is uh, which is loads of fun. And what on, season are you into now? In that I, season ten, maybe or something like that. I, I think I only did eight or nine. Um, when I was actually streaming it and stuff, um, but it's like you know when you go back to these things and you think, oh, it's just nost-, you know it's a nost- bit of nostalgia, but it's lovely. But you think nostalgia never really lasts. But I keep finding myself going back to it. Um, and the the game, uh, like to be honest, and I don't want to be too critical here because I know a lot of people are playing FM twenty and. And enjoying it, and fair play to them. Um, I just haven't clicked with it really, and I think it's I haven't clicked with it in the same way that I didn't really click with FM nineteen. Um, and playing eighteen and twenty kind of almost alongside each other, uh, the the match engine is just so much more enjoyable for me in eighteen. Uh, and I'm sure you can argue that it's not as realistic or you know yada yada yada. And that's fine. But ultimately, I'm playing a fucking game and I want to enjoy playing a game. And at the moment, I'm much more, I'm, you know, don't get me wrong, there are some features in 20 that I would love to have in 18 because if they were in there, I'd, I'd, I doubt I'd, you know, go back. Um, like, you know, I, I like the new training module that was brought in in 19 and obviously it's still in 20, but um, it's not in 18. So. You know, there are a few things that I'd change, but the, in terms of the, the actual match engine and the gameplay, 18 is greater than 20 for me. Yikes. I know. I guess it, this is like the the good thing about Football Manager being quite incremental in its change, where it's, it's never revolutionary, but is evolutionary, uh, that it doesn't feel like too much of a drastic step back if you did want to pick out one of the older games. Now, I, I guess uh, any of them that sort of since FMO9 where you've had a 3D match engine will be f- reasonably comparable, not 
identical as sort of as we'll notice changes have happened and bugs and different tactics work better than others as they've tried to sort of play whack-a-mole with balancing over the years but uh the change hasn't been in like crazy drastic i think if you go if you do go back to like i said at fm09 you you'll be able to see change and it'll be quite stark in difference but you look. You think about other games like um, the Final Fantasy games, which is like Final Fantasy VII is getting a remake, for example. Um, but you go back to the original, and it's a horrible piece of shit, and destroys all of those nostalgic memories you have when you go and look back. Whereas you don't necessarily have that issue with FM. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like in terms of, um, you know. The, the kind of the graphical differences and stuff and uh, you know I might get some shit for this but they're relatively negligible like you say like if you go to other series of games you can see uh, the progression you know maybe aside from like I don't know FIFA and stuff like that if you only if you go back a couple of years but um, you can see progression um, with FN18 it is it is relatively small that progression especially in the 3D match engine I know animations are better and pitch textures are better and stuff like that, but the fundamentals are, are kind of the same. Um, so, it the re, I think the reason I'm enjoying eighteen is because it doesn't have a lot of the annoyances that that nineteen and twenty have. So having your your winger who's in plenty of space and has two men to aim for in the box, basically wait for a fullback to get back in place so he can fire the ball into his legs and have it go out for a corner that doesn't really happen in 18 like the first when I when I start put it on again the first goal I scored my winger beat the fullback and then basically drilled it along the floor to my striker who got in front of the central defender and nipped it in at the near post and I was like what is this what is this and don't get me wrong FM 18 has its faults we all know you know like advanced forwards were frustrating as hell because they were always getting caught offside or, you know, the whole three, the narrow three strikers and stuff like that. And, you know, every match engine is going to have strong points and, and weak points. But the stuff that I was seeing in 20 that was frustrating me, I'm not seeing in 18. And I'm just, to be honest, I'm just having a better experience. So... Yeah, like I say, I'm sure lots of people are, are playing 20 and enjoying 20 and probably think I'm talking shit, and that's fine. But um, that's just how it is for me. Lovely. Well, I'm going to use that as a, a rather obtuse segue uh, from your, your storm of... Uh... <laughs> A storm of a rant against FM20. It wasn't. I'm just, I'm just using it for my little segue I, into our I, team meeting. I thought it was constructive rather than. It ranty. was very constructive. I was, I was being. Let's say I said obtuse, being, and by obtuse I mean like 180 degree angle obtuse, not just like being glib, aren't none you? of this. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm sorry. Gaslighting and all that. <clears throat> That's the thing. I only found out what gaslighting is this week, and I've already forgotten it. So, well, um, just use it in like four sentences during the pod and. Um, yeah, but if I don't know what it actually means, I could be teaching myself how to use it incorrectly and we'll just be in a whole world of pain. Anyway, this has not worked out as I intended. <laughs> that, your smooth segue has been <laughs> yes. shat on from a great um, height. Great height. 
after this week of uh, all of the storms with various names, Storm Ciara, is it Kiara? Who knows? Kiara, uh, Storm Kiara. Dennis and some corona-related illness, we thought that we'd take a peek behind the curtain and talk about that perfect FM day. Because obviously, what else would you do when you're sat inside with no car and the weather being shit? So it, no better time. And um, I did mention, actually, minor segue before we get started into this, I did mention about going to see Kettering play um, on a pod oh, a couple did, of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. They haven't played since. They haven't played it because all of the games have been called off because of the weather. Non-league, everyone, welcome. Do, so, you, yeah, um, they... do you get into the disabled bit now? <laughs> I don't have a blue badge yet. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, I don't even think they have a disabled bit. They've only got a single stand, and that may have been blown away. So, in fact, they've just, they've got a, a what's called a tin pot fund, um, which is to build a oh no tin hat fund. Sorry, not tin pot. That's uh, that's for Russian diamonds. Lol. Ooh, <laughs> but, local beef. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm probably one of the the rare ones locally that I. I used to go see Diamonds quite a lot because it, it was close. And so when I couldn't go to Ketching, I'd go see Diamonds because I could walk there. But anyway, um, yeah, they've not played a game since every single one has been called off. So I think, think they've of the five or six games they should have played since then, they've not played a single one. So, uh, I mean, being an older shot fan, you know what pitches are like in non-league, so that's going to be amazing. Well, to be, I mean, yeah, when you go to away games. But to be fair, the older shot pitch is always generally immaculate. Like our gra- our former groundsman now works for Chelsea, um, and the guy that's taken over from him is also doing an absolutely sterling job. And and they kind of have to keep it nice because the Chelsea youth, the under twenty threes, play there. Uh, so um, that's what it is then. Yeah. So um, we yeah, but even before that, we've always been quite blessed with good pitches. Right. So so at that that minor segue out of the way, we can carry on. So. Our perfect football manager day. Uh, so so Joe has put together a nice little structure for us to follow, and so we will use that to keep us on track for the for the for the most part. Um, and we can add our anecdotes as we go along. So, uh, what time would we get up for this delightful day of FM play? I mean, that's amazing rhyming. That's I'm just calling it out there, <laughs> listeners. If you don't appreciate it, stop listening now. Go home, if you even if you're not home. Can't just, even just leave it out. Can't even pat yourself on the back, can you? Um, I, lived, I could; it would just disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like my perfect FM day, my missus is not here. Obviously, um, is that is that is that is that part of the the day, or is well, that yeah, just like well, she a, she always gets up? So, uh, like on a weekday, I generally get up first because um, you know responsible adult and that. Because um, I've got a job, have I mentioned that? That's all. Um, I don't think you have. To be no, honest. but um, so I get up first generally. Um, but on the weekend, I lo- I do like a lay-in. But she always gets up before me on a weekend for some reason. Like she's like warped. She'll she wants she wants to stay in bed during the week, but then on a weekend she wants to get up. And maybe maybe I've got it warped in that you know you should make the most of your weekend days. But anyway, I digress. Um, so she'll she'll be downstairs for like I don't know, an hour or whatever before I get up, and then I start getting the "Are you getting up?" So basically, that's really annoying, and she can't be there essentially for my perfect <laughs> FM day because I want to avoid that confrontation altogether. So I would I'm probably getting up around 
mid morning, maybe sort of ten ish. I think I think that's a reasonable time. Yourself, lovely. Um, to be honest, like my, with uh, me not having a job, uh, supposedly not a proper job. Um, not well. Depends I can on I what. can like I can throw that at you now as well. I guess you could, but I'm I you know I can always say that I do what my job is plus an accountant, uh, uh, operations manager, every other noncy job title you want to throw at it. I I do all of that. So, um, yeah, I wh- whatever. I wouldn't. I would say go with the flow with that one. I don't want to be pressurized into having a time, and I have to. Oof. You know, we're not in the army. We don't need to have this regimented structure of a day. Um, it'd be what, what time I get up, whatever whatever time it is. Well, like if you, I've, you've always you've always said to me that you're a bit of a night owl. Oh yeah. So what I, time I, what time do you naturally normally get up? It depends on what time I've gone to bed the the day before. Like so, this is great example, content, by the way. It is great. I mean, we, we're just going through our like our daily routine. What shower gel do you use? <laughs> I mean, we know what shower gel you use. They've stopped doing it now. I'm gutted. Oh dear, no plugs for you. Um, yeah, uh, usually tennis. So maybe we'll go for ten just for for the sake of this. So we're getting up together then, basically. Yeah, why not? Right, I'll put Share the, the bed. Marvelous. Um, where so? Where are we? Are we we at home? We. we Beach setting, maybe. Listen, I do not like playing football manager outside, even Agreed. in the even in the summer. Like just glare, glare. off laptops yeah. and stuff like that. With you on that one, I've I've I like the idea of it much more than the practicalities of it. Um, so I am very much waking up in my own home, where I know everything is. Basically, what I want, as it's my perfect FM day, I want the fridge to be stacked. You know, stocked fully up so I don't have to go out or anything like that but I want to be at home I'm glad you didn't divulge into the contents of said fridge because uh, we've got some questions coming up that refer to contents of said fridge potentially Um, but I remember playing FM on on my honeymoon (laughs) because it was like like we were away for a week and it was just like we're doing nothing so uh, like, and there would be some days where I, I was just tired of doing nothing. So we'd, uh, or like, uh, my wife tends to go to bed, like as Curtis suggested. I'm a night owl. She's not really. She she work, She gets up pretty early. So I'd be up naturally quite late. So I'd just play FM in those times. Um, what did you do so, on your honeymoon though? Was it kind of like a, a fly and flop type? Yeah, holiday? pretty much. Yeah, we didn't. It was it was a relax. Because we uh, like arranged the wedding and everything, and did it in six months. I say we; it was more her, <laughs> and I did. I did a few bits. I helped ice the cake, which was a disaster in itself. So to be honest, that ho- ho- that holiday was earned from that feat on its own. But yeah, um, I'm I'm with you with the the glare and just playing outside and being like bees and shit. Who wants that? <laughs> bees and shit. <laughs> bees and shit. Yeah, but. I don't. I don't want animals trying to attack me. I don't the, like it. Like, I don't know. I suppose the thing is, I if I'm out, if like if I'm in a, an unfamiliar environment, I would find other things distracting. Um. So, you know, I don't know. So, so you could be like in a hotel overlooking in I don't know Lake Geneva or something. Which sounds lovely, like a lovely spot to play FM. 
but I'd probably just like want to go and do stuff in the, you know that is in the area. There is that. Yeah, you've got external distractions away from exactly. it that might distract from said FM day. Whereas okay. at, at home, it's an environment I'm very much comfortable in. Um, you know, I'm going to be in my pants. Possibly. I was going to say, Joe hasn't asked what would be what you'd be wearing, but I was expecting someone to say pants. Probably, yeah. But like, I've I've got some really comfy like pajama bottoms. Yeah, that I'm really lounging, in, uh, lounging trousers. Yeah, that I'm really into right now. So um, smoking jacket, pipe, slippers. No, no, just a just a t-shirt. <laughs> Uh, you haven't gone quite full heft then. Not yet. I mean, give, let's give it ten years. <laughs> I've got, I've got a jag. So uh, I mean, you're not far off. Exactly. Like part time, part time heft. Um, P tech heft. So yeah, at home, at home, all the all the sort of comforts that I've put in place for me to enjoy my house are there. Marvelous. Uh, first meal of the day. What what are we having for breakfast? I mean, are we going full English or are we pacing ourselves? I wouldn't go for a hot meal. I don't think. I if I've right again. This is another. This is another element to consider. Are you playing like on a desktop or are you playing on a laptop? Because well, that's, I guess it that 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 coincides with the where are you? But I, and to be fair, actually, that this is where I can like blow your mind. It doesn't matter. Because what I do if I want to play, because my laptop is pretty crap. It's it's like five years old. Sorry, six years old in September. It's not really made for playing any games, and it's awful at playing FM, even on like really low graphic settings. So what I do is I uh, stream it from Steam onto my laptop, and yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. seamless. I, I do so, that, but so we can, but what I mean is kind of the practicalities of eating. So like, this is so, where trays come in. Trays, trays. You got what? food trays. No. Have, have one. Have table for laptop. Tray for food. I've, it, this like I've never done this before. Jesus. I don't know. I see when I play. If I'm sat on my sofa with my laptop, playing playing FM, generally my laptop is like on the arm of the sofa. But You've also not done it enough, have you? Because you don't have a little table for it. No, I don't have a little. Well, I do have a table, but I. I don't like that because like the whole sitting forward and kind of bending your back in a weird position. This is why your back's fucked because you've been doing this too much. Could be, could be. Um, so I tend to like have the laptop on the arm, but then when I eat, I also tend to put like a plate on the arm of the sofa as well. So, you need to invest in some food trays, man. So it's where it's at, food trays. So eat, eating something like that's quite involved. Again, this is such good content. Eating- but you can, you can you, you eat before you start. This is how you get round it. Like, because oh. the the other issue you have then is like what what happens with crumbs. And this is why I eat everything with a knife and fork. Because you get messy hands, <laughs> then then messy keys. No, it uh, is true justification. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Messy fingers all you, over the you shop. You can't eat kind of greasy food with your hands. That's See, that, that's a big so therefore. Eating with knife and fork restricts the issue you have with getting grease everywhere. I hate I hate it when like when you get like a little grease patch on your space bar. Or... I mean, it does happen naturally because like finger oil is a thing. Apparently, yeah, but... I know, but you're just exacessibating it, aren't you? When you yeah, when you've got like I mean, a, a McMuffin did, or something. Did you have siblings? Yeah, I've got I've got three siblings. 
like did you ever play like Mega Drive or anything with them? Like and there was all there was yeah, only the yeah. one rat who decides to eat fucking Watsits or anything else like that and then they play with the same controller and it gets all the little crummy bits in the in my, between the buttons and they're just generally horrible. Yeah, my then, brother my brother was like the ultimate scumbag. Brilliant. Fucking hate the prick. I don't never, I've never met him. I've yeah. never met him even. I can't even talk today. Um so I, I first meal of the day. Listen, I'm going I'm going with just a bowl of crunchy nut cornflakes. Wow. I've put it there you go. Put it out there. That is that is pants. Um pants meal esque, isn't it really? You could even eat it out the bag like one you pour in. Well, no, you wouldn't eat it out the bag. I mean, generally, I double drop though. So if I eat crunchy nut, I always go for a second bowl. Wow, so that's dangerous because then you get through it twice as quick. Then you've got to go to the shop. What are you going to do then? So if you so picture it, if you will, though, I've got my laptop on the arm of the sofa and I'm eating a bowl, kind of cupped under my chin, and I'm scooping out the crunchy nut with a spoon. So the the kind of practicality of Having using the same area for a laptop and food just doesn't, it's not even an issue anymore. So, there you go. I've thought, I've thought, I've given that way too much thought. You have given it. I'd I'd just eat first. I'm a gannet anyway, so I'll nail through a bacon sandwich pretty rapido. So, it's not really an issue. Um, You've got to cook it first. Yeah, maybe. Rustlers, the rustlers do a bacon thing. Oh, you kind of. (laughs) <laughs> I dread to think where that stuff came from. That's yeah, that rustler stuff. Anyway, rusks, rusklers. Um, we'll 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 stick on to the or stay on the food topic. What about snacks and drinks? What are we going for? Like I've already mentioned, like watsits and generally things being greasy and horrible. I would I would definitely avoid any of that shit. Like easy stuff, and I'd probably even be boring and stick to either water or the old Pepsi Max. You don't want to get. You need to pace yourself with this. It's like a. You know, if you want to get the best out of the day, you need to keep your mind clear so you don't do any silly things like signing players or selling players that you shouldn't do under the influence of alcohol. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's, that sounds like a man who disagrees. <laughs> no, I don't. I, like, drink, drink, drinks are just whatever, isn't it, basically? I'm not, like, I do like a Pepsi Max cherry, but I wouldn't want to drink that all day. Um, you know, break it up with some water. But, um, in terms of snacks, see, like if I'm if I'm watching uh, like fucking WrestleMania or something like that, I always like sort of uh, something a bit a bit crazy. Like the other the other year, I did uh, I cooked a garlic bread and put hot dog sausages in it and then grated cheese over it. <laughs> and it's honestly, like, it's, it's like a Domino's crust, but like spread out. <laughs> it was one of the greatest things. I think Viking Dan uh, did one this year, actually, as well. I do like that. To be fair, I, I mean, it, it, we're going to get like nailed to being Tories, but I quite like because like, Sheridan doesn't like cheese and she hates wet food. So if <laughs> like as, like really, like, she doesn't like like really runny sauces and things okay. like that. She doesn't mind okay. a dip. But like if it's a like she'd so like soups and things like that, and she doesn't really like cheese, so like runny cheese is her worst nightmare. And what I've done in the past is get a camembert, bake it, oh. and then get bread and then steak and use that as the dipping bits into the camembert. <laughs> you fucking dipping steak into your yeah. cam- baked camembert, right? That's I mean that's that's a good 
that's a good snack. Cue the uh, the Spider Man pointed at Spider Man <laughs> gif right now. <laughs> Tory. But that is one of the most Tory things I've ever heard. Um, uh, so I, I don't know, like. I I like I like that kind of snack like chicken wings I love ch- buffalo chicken wings I mean if we, if we count chicken wings as snacks is does uh, does Five Guys count as a snack can it count as a snack it's counting as a snack I've counted it as a snack we've counted it but again okay all right I, I, hmm see to av- avoid the grease element I I would almost well knife and fork wins see told you. It's foolproof. Mm, I yeah. think I'd rather. I, no, I think I'd rather just like stop playing for half an hour. Or pizza. What about pizza? Well, again, that, pizza greasy. Is that classed as a snack though? That's the. Well, yeah, you actually can get the little it, mini snack pizzas, maybe. Nah, yeah, but you could just buy one and then like graze on it throughout the day, couldn't you? So. Yeah. Right. We'll we'll move on from. from yeah, I feel I feel like related I feel like everyone stopped listening at this. Point. Yeah, I think they have. Yeah, if you if you are still here, well done, and uh, thank you for persevering. <laughs> if you are still here, tweet pizza. No, not pizza. Tweet uh, baked camembert at Five Star Pod <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> that, I mean, that is going to be the title, isn't it? It's got yeah. to be. Joe will get those Wait. notifications and be like, what the fuck is the fuck? going on? <laughs> We've ruined it completely. Never trust us to do anything. Uh, so um, this is quite pertinent, con- considering where, where you are at with your relationship with FM in general. Are we playing a new save or an old favourite? You know the answer to that. The <laughs> thing is, on, under normal circumstances, I would be playing a new save. However... Um, but well, because I've always been of the opinion that you never really go back until a few weeks ago. Um, so right now, ask me right now, I would be playing the Forest FM eighteen safe. Lovely. Well, here's here's my anecdote. Um, I remember I had, and it was, actually, this this is a, a sub sub sort of question to this is, if it is a new save. Are you playing it on your own? Are you playing it as a group, like a proper net, like LAN network network save? Because my this is where my anecdote comes from. I remember playing FM for thirty two hours on a network save with my mate on CM O one O two, and it was fucking amazing. And I was ruined after that. But it's like that was the pinnacle. It took forever. We used, had to use Hamachi to to sort of get it, get the network working. But it was incredible. So good. Um, and I've never been able to replicate it, mainly because I can no longer stay up for 32 hours um, straight without sleeping. Or would probably be allowed to either. But What, uh, uh, what teams were you? Uh, he was Barnsley and I was, I believe I was Blackburn. But I'm. Uh, we didn't even really get that far. We just ended it because it was sort of, it would have been probably 05 maybe maybe 06 so it was quite a few years afterwards it was like our nostalgic kick so we basically spent 32 hours looking through players I don't think we really progressed at all (laughs) do you remember (laughs) do you remember when you played CMO 102 on stream and that was just like three or four hours of you just looking at it was amazing it was amazing (laughs) I mean if, if you think this this podcast is great content. I'll do that again. That was great fun. Just you perving over like Stefan Selakovic oh, for about he, half an hour. It was great though. Thing is that the the bit that annoys me is that you cannot really uh, fix the resolution correctly. So 
it yeah. ends up being in a tiny window and like how you want a stream to look you basically have to set up an entire scene just for that so the effort outweighs the the end product i feel um, stream. But, i still think about it oh well thank you <laughs> i think maybe a new save and then like see how far you get unless you are really into it i mean I, i'm not really answering the question i'm just giving you every single possible suggestion of, of what could possibly happen um, but I do have a few old favourites. In fact, I do keep all of my saves in the cloud. Um, like it is a gripe of mine when you see people saying that they've lost their save. Um, when uh, not only is there a Steam cloud save, which is unreliable at best because of how it works, but like it's not like it's the only cloud thing available. Like, mm. There's no excuse for losing a save in 2020. In fact, there hasn't been like. I've been using the cloud since for like 10 years now, so there's been no excuse for 10 years yet. Oh, I've lost my save. Even crash dumps, like just have it to save after every after every match. And then like every, the, every most week. Yeah. the most you'll lose is, you know, an international Rolling break's saves worth. for the win. Yeah. yeah, rolling saves for the win. I don't understand. It's not even, like it's set like that automatically. So it's not going to crypt every single one of them. It doesn't work like that. Oh well, rant over. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, do we? What about the accompanying things? Like, because I think playing FM is quite a solitary task. So, are you listening to music? Are you watching something on TV that you sort of fades into the background and you just sort of don't really pay attention? Are you watching football? Is there any sort of preference? Um, no, if I'm watching football or stuff like that, I, I often just get distracted by the football. So. Um, I like having stuff on in the background. So um, I watch, at the moment, I do watch a fair amount of Twitch, um, just lurking in people's streams whilst playing FM. Um, there's, there's a few YouTubers that I, I still watch. Um, Jim G is my favourite at the moment with his Atletico save. So, you know, if uh, unless I'm kind of watching him downstairs on the big TV, um I'll, he'll be kind of on one of my other monitors whilst I'm playing FM. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 music's always good in the background, but, like, stuff that you kind of need to focus on. Like, I've I've tried listening to podcasts and stuff while I'm playing, but I just end up concentrating on the game and then realise that I've not listened really to any of the podcasts for the last sort of five, ten minutes. And you Agreed. go, and then you go. Oh shit! I like. I actually wanted to listen to that, so I'll go back and and re-listen. Um, it does need to be something that you can. I think that is okay to zone out from. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, FM does need your attention at times. Some you know, sometimes you can kind of buzz through and not really pay much attention. But if you're if you're trying to figure something out, or maybe you're you're at the start of the save and you're trying to sort of put in some building blocks for how you want to move forward at the club you you do need to f to focus on it and yeah it just needs to be something to zone out to one thing i i do quite like doing is like playing individual saves but collectively like whether it be in a discord call or there were times at uni where we were all playing different saves but we're all in the same room sharing what's going on i quite like that collective but isolated experience it's uh, like where you can just share your saves. It's the it is still my favourite thing about um, speaking with like to people about FM is the sharing of the experiences, and I think that's one of the best things about sort of 
different platforms like Twitch and YouTube. It's why people, like humans, inherently love story. We that's yeah. why audio books are a thing. It's why I have an actual job and earn money. Like people love listening to stories, and so having a story that is made entirely out of this universe that you only experience, but you now get to share it with others. Like the the story section on the the FM forums or the SI forums, sorry, are, are like it's a goldmine of I. I it used to be like, like it's not necessarily a font of knowledge for that particular section, but there's some incredible like like literary novels like related to Football Manager that are incredible. Yeah, uh, no, the, 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 I remember reading quite a lot of like really good, really good stories. But share, being able to share that in person and as it happens is is an incredible medium. I do, yeah. I do like it when like there's a few of us in Discord or whatever, and like we're not really chatting, but we're all in there and just kind of doing our own thing and playing our saves and stuff. And then you just Cherry hear it every now and again, yes, fucking get in, or and you know, share or a so- gif or, uh, of the goal or share the gif of the the, the fuck up. <laughs> exactly, I I do I do enjoy uh, enjoy I enjoy those evenings. I do as well. I've, I haven't had too many of them recently, either due to work or being asleep because of various my, well, my diet of pills. But uh, it needs to be done soon because I miss it muchly. Mm. Uh, is there anything else that we would have on our perfect FM day that we maybe haven't yet covered, or shall we move on to our beautiful quiz? Um. Also, yeah. Yeah. We should move on. But um. <laughs> all in all. Basically, it just involves me getting up late, putting my pyjamas on, having food to hand, and just playing FM, and then, yeah, talking about it a bit later with some of you knobheads in Discord. I'm glad neither of us have suggested that we like hire out a hotel room just to get away and just no, play FM. That. Just kick the missus out of the house. <laughs> Not paying for a hotel room, that's ridiculous. <laughs> love it I love the honesty it's quite candid she Very knows nice. as well this is the thing she knows she definitely does if she listens to this So she doesn't listen to she it. doesn't listen although if you do listen to uh, certain podcasts uh, I did actually have someone notice me on another podcast this week really? yeah um, I, I did some adverts for HelloFresh ooh okay. and big uh, football ramble uh, it was one of them that I remember. Uh, there's some Financial Times and The Times. Um, so I think it's things hosted by Acast. So if you listen via Acast oh. or listen to podcasts hosted by Acast, you might hear my voice occasionally. Um, it's not all the time. It's because it's because of how they run the ads. But yeah. Interesting. So, interesting I'll, indeed. I'll listen out. When I finally actually make my website, I'll actually add them as like, uh, like worked for like accreditation. But until I do that... <laughs> <laughs> this is the only stamp of me saying that. Anyway, quiz time, I reckon. It's time for the quiz. This is going to be interesting. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really want to trust your coin tossing technique because it generally doesn't involve a coin. Um, and you'll be very surprised to know I don't have a coin to hand <laughs> anyway. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, well, should we explain the situation? We should first? probably explain. I was, I was just gonna. I just wanted to get an idea of who was going first. But yeah, uh, d- did you want to explain or shall I explain? Oh, I do have a coin. Sorry. Um, Bloody hell! So basically, w- myself and Matt kind of preempted the fact that it might just be a a, a duo 
situation this week. Um, and so rather than me just sitting here quizzing Matt, we thought we'd quiz each other. Um, dun, dun, dun. So with the kind of the announcement that people are going to be added to the Premier League Hall of Fame, we sort of started with an idea that the questions should revolve around people that probably deserve to be in that Premier League Hall of Fame. Um, I think it's kind of mutated slightly into just a 90s <laughs> football quiz. It completely has. But basically, we're going to take it in turns to ask each other questions, of which we have five each, um, and see who see who wins, basically. It's going to be interesting keeping scores. Um, uh, I mean, we can both count to five, though, I think. So. I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so, if you have that coin to hand... I do have a coin. It is a 5p coin. I'm... It's very wet, evenly weighted, I'm sure. Okay. Um, if I if I flick it, you can call it. So, go. Heads. It is heads. So, so I'll, I'll go first. Okay. All right, question number one. My first question, in fact, all of my questions are related to uh, clubs that players played for during the 90s. Uh, so uh, my first question is I'm going to give you the, the player and you have to tell me uh, three of or the three clubs that they played for in the 1990s. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, so I, I tried to pick like players that would be of general knowledge, especially to people of a certain age, i.e. mine and yours. So we'll see uh, how this goes. Okay. So the player is Tim Flowers. Okay. Can, South- can you name the three three clubs that he played for in the nineties? Southampton, Blackburn, and Southampton, Blackburn. Oh, and Jesus, Leicester. Give that man a biscuit. Well done. Oh. Joined Leicester in 1999. Wow. Well done. Marvellous. All right. Your first question. In 1996, Liverpool and Newcastle played out a famous 4-3 game, which put quite the dent in Newcastle's title aspirations that year. Lightning struck twice, however, as the same fixture the following season had the same scoreline and also had a last-minute Liverpool winner. Can you name the two goal scorers of those last-minute goals, one from the 96 and the other from the 97 fixture? Does he remember the the Keegan draped? I remember it. Can I remember the goal scorers, though? I don't think I can. If you get one of them, I'll give you a point. Uh, McManamum, I thought was one. Am I wrong? You are wrong. He did score, I think, in the 96 fixture, but it was not not the winner. Was it Fowler then? Fowler scored in the 97 game. He scored the the winning goal in the 97 game. I have no Uh, idea then. Stan Collymore. I was going to say Collymore first, and then I chickened out of it. Bollocks. I can even remember him doing the running celebration as well. Bastard. Sorry, right. Question, your second question then, is uh, David Ginola is the, is the player 
Which clubs did he play for in the 90s? And there just, are three just, of them. Just Premier League? No. Or, okay. So, uh, so, so um, Newcastle, Tottenham and Mets? Is incorrect, I'm afraid. Oh. It was... Uh, he joined Newcastle from PSG. So close, but no cigar. Because right. I, I, I figured it was going to be a bit too easy if I, I gave you that. Right. <clears throat> That's a nice, nice easy one for you, this one. Man United won the inaugural Premier League title in 1993. Arsenal did the cup double that season beating the same team in both the FA Cup and League Cup finals. Who was that team? Fuck. Forest? No, it was Sheffield Wednesday. <sighs> oh, I thought that was a sitter. It wasn't. It's not a sitter for me, unfortunately. I've I've, uh, I've garaffed it up. Deary me. Deary me, indeed. Well, uh, question three for you. Mm-hmm. Your player is Steve Stone. Can you name his clubs that were in the nineties that he played for in the nineties? Fuck me. Forest. Um Presumably he was at Forest till the end of the decade. I don't remember him going anywhere after that. So is it just Forest? Unfortunately, it's not. Oh. It's Forest and Villa. Oh. So did you go to Villa after Forest? Yeah. 1999 he moved. Oh. So it's a tight one. Mm. All right. Question number three for you. Alan Shearer will surely be one of, if not the first entrant to the Premier League Hall of Fame. I think it's March, isn't it, they're announcing it? I think that's the date. Like yeah. 26th or, in fact, 24th of March seems to be a date where everything happens. So maybe it's even that day. Okay. Anyway, sorry. It's all right. Well, Shearer won his first clap for England in 1992, scoring on his debut against which nation? Oh, for fuck's sake. I know this, but I can't remember what it is. I've got the program of this match. Really? I yeah, I didn't go to it, but I've got, basically, I bought it. Um, I've, I had a mate who went and I um, I bought it off him because I was like Shearer's going to be England top scorer and that programme's going to be worth millions <laughs> I mean if he hadn't retired at 30 maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's fucked you over there son um, I can't recall who it is I'm going to go for someone like I don't know Sweden France it was France I, I've really I've I've fucked it really yeah here. 90s football specialist <laughs> not I mean, you've done a you've 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 heavily focused on early nineties. I was five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling a Dave. I'm sorry. I'm pulling a Dave. I have. Uh, I said ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. Newcastle. And I, I named two scorers who scored in that match, but not the the correct scorer. So. Mm. All right. So go on. But, uh, go on. Okay. So your, your three clubs, and you now have to guess the player. Oh, so okay. I switched I like this. it up. All right. Okay. So the three clubs are. Palace, Villa, and Middlesbrough. Gareth Southgate. On the on the button straight away. Lovely stuff. <clears throat> that was rapido, that was. Mm. Marvellous. 
So I believe right. you've had you've got two correct. I only have none correct, or you one have correct. A, you only have none correct. Marvelous. So 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 we're playing for pride here. <laughs> Pressure's on. Uh, right. Everyone remembers nerd the great team, the great Middlesbrough team of ninety six, ninety seven. They got relegated, but they did have Into, Ravinelli, Emerson, and Janino all making waves. Uh, Borough got to both cup finals that season, losing to Chelsea in the FA Cup final, the Di Matteo 43-second goal, whatever it was. But which team did they lose to in the League Cup final, 1997? Uh, Oh, fuck. Hmm. Bolton? That's right. No, it's that kind of ilk, but it was Leicester. Fuck, it was fucking... Matt Elliott holding the fucking cup. That's... <laughs> can he, I, can, I can picture the fucking... Why did I... <sighs> it's all right. I've depressed myself. We all have bad days. I the reason why I said, said Bolton is I remember it, a picture of Jason McAteer. Uh, it was in shoot or match. 1995 against Liverpool, that, yeah. that League Cup final. Yeah, that League Cup final. And that's what's thrown me there. I don't know, for some reason, I thought you were going to ask me a question about Robbie Musto, and I thought, I'm in here. <laughs> 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 Who was the captain? I thought, oh, beautiful. No, apparently not. Um, so, uh, the final question then is, are there, there's, there's, I mean, you should get this one, to be honest. Uh, All right. So I'm going to give you the two teams they played, well, actually three teams they played for in the 90s, and you can guess the player. We'll well, try to. Uh, Brentford, Wimbledon, Bolton Wanderers. Oh, Brentford, Wimbledon, Bolton Wanderers. Hmm. That is... Not that easy. Uh, I don't know. No, no idea. Literally no idea. Dean Holdsworth. Oh, fucking Dean Holdsworth. Say, I thought you might might know Aldershot connection and all that. Yeah, he was a twat. Yes, uh, I mean not like Jay Bothroyd at twat levels, but still levels. He's up there, <laughs> right? Okay. I, I actually like this is this is probably the hardest one uh, yeah. that I've <laughs> that I've left till last. Um, Jurgen Klinsmann nerd became a cult hero at White Hart Lane in when he joined Spurs in 1994, but from which club? Which French club did Spurs sign the German? Fuck. I'm picturing him with Opel, but that's Bayern at the time. And that was after Spurs, right? Uh, I don't have that information to hand. I genuinely have no idea. I'm going to... 
PSG because of because of the Opel thing. It's not, is it? Monaco. Marvellous. I've, I've, I've clean sweeped, been whitewashed. I've got to run around the pool table now. I did, I did have one down. more if you want some pride. Go on then. Let's see if I can really put the nail in the coffin. How old was Ryan Giggs when making his Man United debut in 1990? 17. Yes! Yes! Up the ticks. Finish on a high. I got five points for the last question, so I win. <laughs> <laughs> You do well, what you well think's done. right, mate. Um, okay. <laughs> this Thank has you. Been, it's been been a pleasure. Um, it's different. Um, we can maybe coordinate questions slightly better <laughs> next time. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, it was good. We both had themes, and uh, and I won, so I enjoyed it. That's the that's the that's the way this this works, I guess. Then. Yeah. Marvelous. Right. Well, thank you very much for for playing. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed it at home too, or wherever you are listening to this podcast right now. And that does bring us to a close for this 132nd episode of Five Star Potential. You can find the links for each of us, just us two as well as the others, uh, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and Weestream FM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting weestreamfm.com where you can also find the blogs that have been released this past week. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms for the new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening and there will be more from us and hopefully more of us next week. Say goodbye, Daddy. Cheerio. Cheerio.